0: This play is called Our Town. It was written by Thornton Wilder. The name of the town is Grover's Corners, New Hampshire, just across the Massachusetts line. Latitude 42 degrees, 40 minutes. Longitude 70 degrees, 37 minutes. The first act shows a day in our town.
1: Welcome everyone to Top Comments, a podcast from the YU Commentator where we delve a bit deeper into the issues and events driving conversation on the YU campus. My name is Lily Gelman, the Junior Features Editor for The Commentator, and I will be your host for this episode. Today we will be discussing the Stern College Dramatic Societies, or SCDS's, recent production of Our Town, a play by Thornton Wilder. There was a great deal of buzz surrounding the performance as this was the first year in YU history that SCDS was allowed to perform uptown in the Shahnstein Theater. The production received raving reviews from both The Observer and The Commentator, attracting a full house for every performance. Today on Top Comments, we will hear from three SCDS cast members and explore some deeper themes behind the play and the performance. I would like to welcome Leah Weintraub. Hi. Emily Ornelis. Hi. And Elka Wiesenberg. Hi. To begin, could each of you give a brief description of the characters that you played?
0: Um, I played George Gibbs. He is a young man, 16, 17 years old. Um, and Throughout the show we pick up on little facts about him. Um, He is a sweet kid, and he's the star of his baseball team. He is also the love interest for Emily Webb, who was played wonderfully by Shoshi Cement. And as the show continues through Acts 2 and 3 especially, um, we get to see the development of their relationship. That was so profound. I don't know how to like. <laughs> it was so
2: complex. I don't know how to follow that. But I played George's mom, actually. So I'm Mrs. Gibbs. I'm Julia Hersey. Uh, I was married to Dr. Gibbs. I'm like this little kind of like bustling mom in her 30s, but like also really strict. So I do a lot of yelling <laughs> in the show. Um, but I just, I think I care deeply about, or my character cares deeply about the people in you know her life, about her husband and her kids. and uh, And I
3: think it shows. So I play Luella Soames, and my character is a little bit of a gossip, Um, she's very fun, very emotional, um, very into weddings, and um, my character is one of just the ordinary townspeople that really gives you a feel for the way that life is in the town, and a very small town sort of woman who wants to talk about what's going on and know what's going on, and gets excited about any events because that's what it's like in Grover's Corners, everything is just so personal and I think that my character really relates to everything.
1: So all of your characters and the many more that we saw on stage, they really come together in our town to depict the town that you mentioned of Grover's Corners. And the play, which is split into three acts, it, I felt like it touched on a lot of different stages of life, from childhood to marriage to death. Um, And it portrays a lot of different themes. So what would you say is one of the major themes in the play, Our Town?
2: I'd say one of the most uh, Prominent themes, especially in the third act is eternity Um, And I, I think that's shown throughout a lot of things like there's just also even wordplay associated with it there's a point where my character says it's a legacy, you know, that's the way I put it. It's about money coming in, and she doesn't say inheritance, she says legacy in the way, you know, that money is gonna carry her family through the decades, even after her death, it's shown in the third act, when it turns out, like, instead of taking it to go on a very much needed vacation, um, she she gave it to her, her son when he got married and liked to start a farm.
0: Leia? I think that um, one of the themes that is seen throughout the show, especially since the play takes place in a town that is as quaint as Rover's Corners is, is we get a sense of this simplicity. um, And some might call it quaint, and sometimes the word quaint can have a funny kind of connotation, but I think in the sense of our town, it's supposed to evoke a very warm, and comfortable feeling, um, and a special feeling. I think that one of the things that the play that Thornton Wilder, in writing the play, wanted to send across to the audience is to really value the little things. And I think that the different instances in the show, be it um, the way Emily reflects back on her life at the end of the show, once she dies, I think, That shows a lot about the little things that she may have missed or even things as simple as the milkman who you know by name because he stops at the house every morning. I think little things like that um, and the simple things are really important throughout the show.
3: I think that the way Leia put it was very much what I would have said that there's something charming about the quaint little town and I think that you really learn to recognize and appreciate All of the smaller details in life, and um, when Emily is reflecting on her life after she um, has her brief stint back in the living, she she really realizes she is like she says goodbye to all the small things, and she says like no one ever has time to look at each other, no one ever has time to notice all these little things, and I think that that's the message that Wilder was trying to get across was just to recognize and appreciate every tiny detail of life.
2: It's very much about humanity in its essence.
0: hmm yeah. Relationship. There's a lot of different people. And I remember at the beginning of the rehearsal process, everyone would be coming in and I knew that, like, each person had their own specific character, but then I started really getting mixed up with who's the newspaper boy, who's the milkman, who's the teacher, who's the professor, the policeman. There are all these different people. but. Also, you get this sense of community and relationships mm-hmm. between everybody, either in act two, at George and Emily's wedding, where everyone's in attendance, everyone's so excited, everyone wants to be there, and everyone, for lack of a better word, like takes part in the simcha, in a way, <laughs> but, um, or even at the end, where everyone does their best to show up for the funeral at the end of the show. So, I think, yeah, like Emily said, it really is a lot about people.
1: It's really interesting that you mentioned community now, because um, in the introduction written by the president of the Stern College Dramatic Society in the playbill, Rebecca Epstein, who's the president, she writes that the reason this play suits our society so well is its emphasis on the importance of the individual. Um, and I was just wondering, you guys said that a lot of the one of the themes of the play is community. How do you feel that? the emphasis on the individual and how important all the individual characters are, like you mentioned the milkman that everybody knows by name, Um, how do you feel like that kind of connects to this other theme of community that you brought up?
3: So I think that in a community, every single piece is important. It's like with all the um, parables of the Jewish people to a human body that doesn't matter what part of the body is, every part of the body does something that's necessary. So the same thing with the community. Some pieces are more widely acknowledged or appreciated um, to the outside. Um, Like if you ask a person about body parts, they'll think more of something like the brain than something like the kidney. But every single piece is so important and I think you really get that sense in our town. And I think that um, as someone who played a role that had fewer lines, I mean I probably had like 20 lines in the play, but I felt like I was important and my character was needed. And I think that everyone would see the same, that every single character brought something new and different and a new energy to the show that really makes up a town, because you can't have a town with just the main love interests or just a couple families. You really need all the different community members.
0: Leia, I saw you nodding. <laughs> I think, um, yes, the there's a sense of community, but the individual, like we're saying, is also very important. I feel that something that was a task that was given to, I would say, the majority of the actors or all of the actors throughout the process of producing the show, of putting on the show, is um, our director, Professor Russell, gave <laughs> us—shoutout—gave shout out, gave us, um, gave us the task of delving into our characters during rehearsal, during each scene, he would say, so what is George feeling right now? Every line, he would stop us <laughs> and be like, what do you think that means? And,
2: like, at first it was frustrating, but, I mean, like, continue, it's, like, I think it helped us understand them as
0: people. I think that, as an actor, having your own sense of what the character means to you, or even if you are going to take a bird's-eye view and look at the character from farther up, and say, well, what could this character be thinking, be it Mrs. Soames, or Mrs. Gibbs, or George, if you get a sense of what that individual character what the essence of that character is in and of itself, then his impact on the overall community that Elka was talking about is much more noticeable and you can appreciate it much more.
1: So this is kind of a great transition into something that I was really thinking about when I was watching the performance. Um, I did a little bit of theater in high school, but not much. And I remember character development was always something that the director stressed, like you just mentioned, that he would ask you like, what the character is feeling, asking you to really become that character. Um, and I felt like the people which you all played are so different from the people that you guys are, or at least the stages that you are in life. Like Leah, you played I'm a, a man. Mother of two. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry <laughs> I shouldn't have made any assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> but as I was watching it, I was really wondering kind of how, what you guys did besides from having Professor Russell ask you those deep questions. Was there anything that you guys did in your preparations to the play to really embody the characters that you portrayed?
2: So this sounds minor, but I'll explain why it kind of like permeated my life. I had this little accent that just like cropped up when I spoke as Mrs. Gibbs. It was supposed to be one of those like North Atlantic, like Catherine Hepburn kind of accents, like uh. I was born on the side of a hill. <laughs> um, but it turned into like a Southern, like <laughs> Bell sort of thing, and it just fluctuated a lot. But one thing I noticed was I was in rehearsal and I had to run out. Um, to have a an office hours meeting with a pro, with a professor, and I got and I said, "Oh, my, I'm so sorry, yeah. I am. <laughs> I speak like this. Hi, I'm Emily. Like, I had to kind of switch it off, and I think that like the things that you do to make your character unique kind of become a part of you, mm-hmm. I think. And so like when you work on your character, even in like a very like obvious way, not just like understanding their person, but like when you kind of craft this whole like." It's almost like writing a little bit, also like you become a little bit of a playwright yourself. You kind of say like, she's gonna have an accent, or like <laughs> she's gonna kind of like walk a little bit like this or
3: whatever. Um, and I think it it ends up coming into your life. So I once had an acting teacher who told me that when you're rehearsing a line, you shouldn't just be looking in the mirror. You should. What I do, I actually told Emily this once, is that you record um, all the other lines so in the scene. Good, like- and um, you leave gaps for yourself so that you're responding to someone else and then like instead of looking in the mirror you should specifically not look in the mirror because you're not talking to yourself you're talking to other people and it's easier to imagine you're talking to other people if you're not looking in a mirror so whenever i would rehearse my lines because you <laughs> have to memorize those so if i would rehearse my lines i'd play my recording and i would close my eyes And just be my character and be in this other place because instead of focusing on me and memorizing my own lines I was trying to like be um, playing off of the other people in the scene and I think that um, That's really important in character development is to understand like not just to work on your own character But to work as part of the play itself whenever you're rehearsing So in terms of my character development, (laughs) I played a man (laughs)
0: which um, I a little bit of my bio in the Playbill reference this, that it's not so much of a stretch for me. Like, thank God I've been fortunate to be in a handful of shows, and in the majority of them, I'm cast as a guy. Evidently, I'm like really butch in a <laughs> whole <laughs> So, um, George isn't exactly super butch, but <laughs> no. he's, he's a gentleman. Um, and there were definitely elements of his... Um, physicality. I tried to embody what I think how a guy would move, like whatever it may be.
1: I just have to interrupt and say your pretend throwing the baseball was incredible. (laughs) I could not get over how real it looked. The timing from when you threw up the baseball and then pretended to catch it. It was like that is the exact amount of time the baseball would have been in the air. I was so
0: impressed. Oh, thank you. My uh, experience playing softball health. <laughs> Put that on a resume, special skills. Um, but I would say that in terms of character development and understanding who the character is, although I am a female and George is a male, I still felt that the different things that both Emily and Elka were saying in terms of understanding the character as an individual or understanding the, understanding the character within the like, broader context of the show and the scene in which they appear um, can really help you internalize and connect with whatever that scene entails of that character. Um, and I think that George comes in contact with all of these different scenarios the I don't know how to do my homework, <laughs> or I'm nervous to get married, or he lost a loved one, all these different things. Some of them are kind of menial, some of them are much more significant, but I think that with many of the characters, and I think hopefully this came across to the audience during our performance, is that, and this is also something that Professor Russell would always stress during rehearsals, like, someone in the audience is going to appreciate this. Like, someone's going to resonate with this part of your character. Someone's going to resonate with this line. And that became part of, I think, the cast as a whole, part of our rehearsal process and the way we wanted to really deliver the show is we wanted to have an impact. We wanted to put on a good show, (laughs) and we wanted to have a full house. But I think it, it surprised me personally. It surprised me how invested I was in the characters of the town, like I really, did resonate with all that George was feeling. I would go through the script and George and Emily would have this cute scene and I would say, oh my gosh, they're <laughs> just so cute. They're, oh, they're so cute. But I think that there really is something special about the way Wilder wrote out these characters.
3: Yeah, I'm also gonna say that not just for our own characters, but like if George and Emily were having a scene, like I wanted to cry them. Like they were so cute. And I also am gonna disagree with you a little bit that we don't reflect our characters because when we first started started doing um, the full run-throughs, and I really got to see everyone's characters all the way through, I was like, "Wow!" Another shout-out to <laughs> Professor Russell here. His casting was <laughs> impeccable. Impeccable. That is exactly the word I was yeah. gonna use. It was unbelievable how he really saw us in like one or two auditions and callbacks, and then I feel like. Even though yeah, Leia played a man, but he's that sweet, gentle, giving person, and I think that really reflects her. And shucks,
0: <laughs> and, and I she think just said shucks, like how is she not George? How is she
3: not? And I think that Emily is such a motherly person that she's so caring, and she's just Gosh. so like, let me do everything for everyone. And in terms of like my character, who's so emotional and just open, opened, and total and- gossip. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you embody that kind of like, like that upbeat kind
2: of like energy where you're like, I'm just so like, you know, like into it, you know what I mean?
3: Like, Mrs. Soames
2: was a little too into some (laughs) things, but you're really like, you've got this character and like, you're recording yourself and then saying it back, like very invested, I think.
3: Yeah, I agree that like, we all really reflected our characters and I think that it just makes it so much easier that the casting was done so well, we could really immerse ourselves.
1: So I guess that it's a credit to all of you that you were able to portray the characters so well, but also a big credit to Professor Russell for all the work he did with the casting and working with you guys on your parts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sorry to say that we are almost out of time. I Seriously? think we have time for
3: um,
1: one more question. So Since the point of this podcast was really just to understand a little bit more about the play than we would have gotten maybe in the one or two performances that some people saw, so I just want to ask, what is something about the play, about the themes, about the setting, about a character, really about anything that you think the audience may have missed but is important in mentioning now? There's two things. One is that I made a very specific breakfast every single
2: morning, mm-hmm. um, and there's like a lot of pantomime there, and you wouldn't necessarily know unless you're only paying attention to what my hands are. And sometimes, like my match wouldn't light, so like the pantomime, I, I don't know if people notice, but sometimes I'd be like, today's oatmeal day, and like every day before I got on stage, I'd be like, yep, I'm gonna make I don't know eggs or you know scrambled something or whatever. So that's something I would choose something to make every, every day, and I know it's not significant, but it was significant to me. It was like a little thought process.
0: Yeah, that's great. I think it is very significant. Personally, I was going to have a little trouble answering that question, but I have something <laughs> to respond to Emily, which is great. Um, in the back of our script, um, Thornton Wilder gave instructions for how to pantomime a specific scene. Oh, that's really and cool. And it was very specific. Um, for example, the scene that Leo Rubinstein as a stage manager had with George and Emily in Mr. Morgan's um, uh, general store, um, that was choreographed. Leora had to do specific things. And I think that this also just touches upon the simplicity of the show, that sometimes you don't need something physical in front of you to understand what's there, um, and I think that this is a testament to our actors, but it also is something that we should say that maybe the audience may not have noticed the significance of it, because they didn't have the script in front of them, but we did at one point. Um, I remember <laughs> after one rehearsal going up to Manucha Schumann, who played uh, Mrs. Webb, and she had, Manucha was so dedicated. She, like while everyone was on a break <laughs> and eating Holy snacks, Manucha would still be on stage, practicing her pantomiming and what she was doing and, then, I, a tea. and I would say, wow, is opening an oven, is putting a pan on the stove, and if you noticed it, it was just so
3: like special. It was great. It's funny because when I heard that question, that was the first thing I thought of was the pantomiming, I guess. <laughs> it's really running through all of our heads because <laughs> yeah. it really was such a huge deal, what Menucha did, what Emily did, what everyone did, really. Um, and the pantomiming took so much practice, and it doesn't, you don't really see it, you don't appreciate it because it's like, okay, fine, they're just moving their hands around, and like, even the audience, they'll see what the people are doing, but they won't recognize how hard it is to act and to move your hands, so your head is in two places. Um, Laura, who played um, Simon Stimson, actually said that. She compared it to when you're trying to pat your head and rub your stomach at the same time. Um, how so true. your your brain is thinking you're doing two completely separate things and trying to do both of them at the same time is crazy. And it's easy to miss because it was done so perfectly, but like if they hadn't done it perfectly, everyone would have noticed. So it just like really is a credit to everyone that like it ran and people just, oh, okay, fine. Like that's the kitchen scene when there are no props. and. That's the point is that it's so simplistic and Wilder wrote it so that it was gonna be just about the acting and the story and really that's how it comes off and it's just incredible. Um, I think
0: we're giving a lot of credit to all the people who did have to do much pantomiming. My character did not have to do too much. In, like I didn't have to make kitchen, uh, make kitchen, make breakfast for an entire family. Um, but one problem that I had in terms of pantomiming that I think I got right during the performances, hopefully, <laughs> um, is I always had trouble remembering to open doors. Oh my oh, Leia's so door opening. opening. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, I had this scene before, on my wedding day, on George and Emily's wedding day. Yeah, I remember that. And I have to jump from house to house. <laughs> and I oh, would always do this thing where I would just walk practically straight through the wall of my <laughs> house, through the wall of the web's house, and then I would walk through walls on the way back. And I think I remember during our last performance, I don't know if Shoshi as Emily was doing this in character or if she was doing it as Shoshi, saying, remember to open the door. But we were holding hands walking out of the soda shop after George and Emily had their moment and Shoshi tugged on my arm and stopped me. And I remembered, oh right, door. And I the door. But yeah. No, but it is. It's like a very meticulous
2: thing that mm-hmm. people don't know how much effort goes into.
1: Thank you for enlightening us. This really has been fascinating. To all of our listeners out there, thank you for joining us. If you have any suggestions for topics or you yourself would like to be on the show, you can go to whyyoucommentator.org to the about page and email our editor in chief. This has been top comments.